How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Looking for the perfect gift for the perfect guy this Valentine's Day? Perfect gift. Well, then the perfect gene knows just what you need to gift your man. They are mind readers from jeans or shorts that are tailored to not crush your man's junk. Ow, that hurts. To shirts that use the same stretch and quality as their jeans to make your man look good this Valentine's Day. Ill-fitting clothes make you look ugly and unworthy of love. Plus, the best Valentine's Day is using promo code BIDDLE20 at theperfectgene.nyc for 20% off your first order. That's right, BIDDLE20 gets you 20% off all their items. Inclusive deals are the best. So this Valentine's Day, fuck those boring khakis and get your man the perfect gift from the perfect gene. And don't forget to use code BIDDLE20 for 20% off your order. Khakis are the worst. Let's face it, como están las cosas, we could all use a little boost now and again. Whether for workout recovery or putting a bit more antioxidant in our body, Snapcrack has a solution with their new IV infusions. Snapcrack offers a selection of 20-minute IV vitamin drips with varying health benefits. From NAD+, which helps with anti-aging, brain function, and stress, to one of those hangovers, because let's face it, dry January was pretty much over by brunch on January 1st. You can even build your own drip with up to three vitamin pushes. 
And like other SnapCrack offers, you can pay per treatment or take advantage of a $99 monthly membership currently offered at the Miami Beach, Coral Gables, and Hialeah locations. But make sure to check SnapCrack.com for the full boost day schedule and location updates. So visit SnapCrack.com today to learn more and find a location nearest you. Because after all, when you feel better, you do better. Hey everyone, this is DJ. And this is Ish. And this is Season 5 of Pero Let Me Tell You. thinking what i kept thinking don't wake me up Aww. don't wake you know, me up if that I'm is a good song california dreams <laughs> well i mean i can't say that without finishing the verse right that's true that's true yeah <laughs> right? but it, that that is actually one of the better theme songs listeners do you remember california dreams on uh nbc nbc saturday it, morning before after say by the bell yep so well with that california intro right <laughs> Welcome to episode 189, everybody. Yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Fatal Fridays, our second episode of the year and episode 189. Yes. So I'm going to apologize in advance because, you know, we're recording this on Fake Friday. Mm-hmm. But on Fake Friday is the day that I took the red eye in from L.A. and I got to Fort Lauderdale at like five in the morning and I've only slept about an hour and change today. I, I don't feel sorry for you. So I'm But I'm apologizing to our guests if I yawn or something, you know, yeah. our listeners. Uh, yeah, it's like when people on Monday back in the office are like, I'm so tired. Why? Because I came back from my crew. This is, of, of, of course, BC before Corona. Because well, I it could have been me. I came back from my, no, no, because yeah. you had Corona. So, oh, that's you true, know. yeah. That's I came true. back from my crew so tired. I'm like, I oh, freaking cry me a river woman. <laughs> it's like... Anyway, welcome back, everybody. Yes, welcome back to... How is everybody this weekend, this episode Friday? Episode two of, of season five. Oh, yeah. I had tremendo frío in Miami this week. I know. Well, in, in LA, it was chilly, too. Yeah, but LA gets chillier more. True. Fair enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, and it, it, there's LA a... gets hotter more. <laughs> yeah, but LA always has, like, weather. I, I thought it was funny when... When we were in LA a couple of years ago, uh, well, for the Ooh, podcast, yeah. that you were like, are there like five suns in LA? Because I'm like, <laughs> we're from Miami. We're from the Sunshine State. But I think that, I mean, when we went, it was like really, really hot. I mean, there were also fires. There was also fires, <laughs> but there's always fires there. So, um, you know, that's going to make extra hot. Yeah. So, anyway, so I have to say that I'm really upset I didn't join you for a few you, reasons. You were missed. For a few reasons. Um, <clears throat> But yeah, Martha, that I didn't get to hang out oh, with I Martha know. Darby. Martha Darby, yes. Um, I feel like... I'm me, officially a Darby now, by the me, way. Martha is family. Like, well, I'm not kidding. Oh, like, and more so now. Like, Martha, tu le invita a la boda. That's true. Yeah, or yeah. a quince. Yeah, a quince, or right, right, right a baby right. shower. Uh, yeah. No, Martha, yeah, you invite she her to local, the, she's getting an invitation. She's getting an invitation. No, even if she's not local, she's getting an invitation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I feel even more... Like I'm well, a Darby yeah, now. Since, like you know, you hung out with the whole clan. It was great because she, you know, I was like, oh, you know, we meet you at the, at the Portos, uh, the one we went to where we met, where we met her. Yeah. Um, and she's like, oh, okay, great. She's like, oh, my whole family wants to meet you, and I was like, are we gonna have like a Portos party room? Like, you know, because there's they're not three. 
Right. So it was it was her, uh, her husband, her grandchildren, three of her four kids, because um, Lucy, which is the one who just had the baby, uh, so cute. Um, couldn't go because she actually had COVID. Oh, <laughs> so she couldn't make it. But uh, yeah, no, I don't want to mess I with you know. And for uh, those of us, us in the Darbys, for those of you who don't know who we're talking about, we're talking about Martha Darby, um, the my creator big of my big fat Cuban blog. Um, she's been on the show before, and she came down here to Miami yeah. a couple of years ago, and we hosted her. I mean, we we love her. And she's she's family. She's she, And you're right. Her son. It's not that he looks like me, but he looks like me. Right. Like, if you walk into a crowded space and you're not really paying attention, you're like, Ay, daddy, and it's like, oh, no, it's no, not Darian. <laughs> he was even wearing sandals. Well, yeah. <laughs> he was even wearing sandals. It's not even just que tenía, like, his, you know, his face and the beard. No, no, no. He had it down to your footwear, sir. Yeah, my footwear. Your footwear. I should patent that, right? <sighs> Darian, who always wears flip-flops. And, of course, because she just, you know, she, the grandbaby is, like, maybe four or five months old. Mm-hmm. Of course, like a good Cuban, I took her a bottle of Agustin Rey. Well, yeah. Because I mean, what else, you know, what, what else does a Cuban baby need? The essence of Cuban baby. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something from like a witch's cauldron. <laughs> Esencia de bebé cubano. Agustin Rey. <laughs> you know, it's so great that they have it in a spray now. <laughs> it's just easier. And it's, it's plastic. But it's not the same. No, 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 no. No, it's right, not, it's, right. Yeah. Right. Like, for example... When, especially when Tristan was a baby, like I would buy the glass one, yeah, the yeah. old school yeah, glass yeah. one, right? But like sometimes, you know, I buy it every now and then for me, like to okay, spray around the house, you know. So, but I buy the plastic spray, right? Because it's for the house, it's not for right. it's not for a baby, right? Baby, you know, cuando se pone, eso es real para cumpleaños, and all that. Hello, yes, yeah. So, but I also want to give a quick shout out to you know, because finally met Danny Bayas from Café La Llave, who has been you know our 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 contact extraordinaire at Café La Llave. He and it was great because he gave me a a very unique uh, Burbank tour. So I now know where celebrities live. Mm-hmm. I don't think I remember, but I know where they live. Oh. <laughs> In theory, I could get you to Jennifer Love Hewitt's house, right? And Megan Trainer, <laughs> and Miley Cyrus, and Sia. Wow, what an eclectic bunch that is. Yes, that, and they all live kind of in the same neighborhood. Wow. You know, they should do a potluck. <laughs> <laughs> a potluck. So, uh, and you know, Danny, uh, Tony and Riza from Spanish Aki Presents also finally met Riza in person también. I know, right? I Because I feel Riza, we know, but we don't know, like in yeah, person. I, I, I just, I, when I saw her in person, I was like, it's just a mirage. Because it, would be great, it would be great if like whenever they're down here, we could have them i mean we've recorded with tony yeah um but we could have and carlos we've done twice también yeah we could have them um so we could you know the, yeah. Mi- the miami four. well mira bit rise if you're listening to this i know you're gonna be down here the weekend of uh before valentine's day invitation ah, is wide open darling let's make it happen yes so anyway um so yes i was totally jealous and i had <laughs> fomo of your la trip especially now i had fomo of your la trip yeah so um so this week Yes. Um, a lot of things happen. A few. Well, you were in LA. A few. <laughs> so let's talk about. Just pick any topic. Let's talk about. <laughs> Obviously, you know, in 188, 89 episodes, you know, I'm a fan of The View. Really? We heard what happened. Well, I, I yes, I heard what happened. Um, so I don't know if you want to recap it because so, so, you, you watch so it, so you week, have a firsthand so account. Um. Listeners, so this week on the View, they were, 
you know, they're talking about the rise in anti-Semitism mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. Which, unfortunately, we saw an example of happen here in Central Florida this week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll get to that in a second. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, you know, they were having a discussion in the panel. And Whoopi Goldberg said something along the lines of that the Holocaust was not about racism because it was, you know, white on white, white. white, on white crime. And that mm-hmm. it was... A, it was, it was a, Humans being inhumane to Men's each other. Men's inhumanity to man. Right, I think to what man. Said, yeah. uh, but she pretty much said that it wasn't about race. And n- not only do... I, obviously, everybody disagrees with her. And that was a big no-no. Like, she should have even said that. I feel that Whoopi Goldberg is a, a um, elevated person in so far that you could tell she's very well-read. And I consider her somebody intelligent. At this point, you know what her feelings are about things. So I was really surprised, shocked, and disappointed that she would say that. Um, because the I think it's in the first paragraph of The Final Solution, mm-hmm. which is was a manifesto that the Nazis wrote mm-hmm. um, in order to exterminate the Jews, The Final Solution. Right. They talk about how they are an inferior race. And it was always about the Jews being a different race, right. being an inhumane race, a barbaric right. race, right? So race was always very much a factor of yes. it. I, I agree, but I can also see how, through the lens of today, we view racism from a different angle that that maybe at that moment escaped. You know what I mean? Her, escaped her. Escaped her. That. Because because I think nowadays people because if you look at it visually, right? I mean, that's you know, you I don't think of the Jewish people as a race. Like I don't think of them as a race. Right. But in the context of how the Nazis set it up yes right, it was but, racism but we, but we all know that that you can't always go by that because for example how many people that are latin american are blonde and blue-eyed that look caucasian white like americano well but and, that, and are not well but that but that's the thing is latin is an ethnicity not a race right but 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 what i'm saying is that these are very complex things correct correct in a different time and place they mean different things but that's what but i'm saying specific, I, I could see how this but but no because specifically to the issue of the holocaust and the nazis mm-hmm. we're talking about nazis on but let me tell in you 2022 um you know, in the context of that, it was very, very defined mm-hmm. that this was an issue of race, that they were seen as a different race and how Germans and the, what is it, the, um, I, I can never say it right, the I, I, Aryan? I, Aryan race, mm-hmm. the Aryan race was there, they believe the Aryan race to be superior, which mind you, the whole Aryan race concept was completely invented by them. Of course. Right. So it was always about race. So I right. just don't see how, again, somebody as well versed as her could have missed that point. But that's not even why I brought this up. Okay. So she said that she immediately got a bunch of bull like shit yeah. on Twitter and social media later that day. Yeah, she got called out. She apologized. The following day, she apologized. Like she because she a, was on the show the she, next day. She was. She gave a full blown apology and she invited. I forget his name, the president of the Anti-Defamation uh, De- uh, Defamation League. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he talked about that and all that. And they had a great conversation mm-hmm. about that. And she apologized. Later that day, she was suspended. Suspended for two weeks. Two weeks, right. So, again, this has to do with a conversation of cancel culture, which right. we've talked about Ad nauseum. Lot, um, on the show. <laughs> yeah. So, what are your takes on this? Okay, I still I I maintain that I can I can still see how in the heat of a moment because again people you have to remember the view is a live show. And in that moment anybody can have a brain fart, anybody can have 
a thing where where, it, where something slips out and see, unintentionally. See, on our show, which is not live. Right. Parate. How many times <laughs> we finish recording and I tell you, edit that out. Right, because it just it because because, because in retrospect, I'm like you know we know that, what we meant and we know that may right come out wrong right, and we right. don't want prop you know edit out and right. we're a recorded we're recorded show, right right so on a live show it's, it's like, gonna happen when it came out it came out right it's gonna happen and and I think specifically with her I I think her track record to me at least demonstrates that and this is why I, I kind of go by the whole thing of like brain fart as it were. Because she's not a person who has a history of saying things that are necessarily inflammatory or... Well, she actually does. She has said a few things. But in, but, but not things that are like mean-spirited or... No, right. Or... She has said that Roman Polanski didn't rape anyone. And she got heat for that. And she also was very much a defender of, of Bill Cosby, which eventually she backtracked on. But the Bill Cosby one, I will give her some leeway there. Because, as, as it became more apparent. Right, she... because at first it was a different time. I mean, it was just right. a few yeah. years ago, but it was a different time. And a lot of people came to his defense. Right, right. Because right. we were, you know, America's dad and, you know, and all these We understand the knee jerk. Right, right. At it, uh, uh, at against him. him. Mm-hmm. So from the lens of 2022, specifically after the Me Too movement, we can see how... Things that were now, the norm. Now it would be unacceptable from the beginning. Right, but right. back then, just 10, 12 years ago, you know... A man got an allegation of sexual misconduct, and he fought the allegation off, and and that's it. They that's went it. away. Yeah, right. yeah. So you know, I just th- that's my thing is I, I think just from a, from that perspective, I think it's it's weird because we do live in a culture now where everybody has to pay a consequence, right, for for making a mistake. And we've said this before many times, where it's like, okay, if somebody makes a mistake and they come out and they apologize. How much more do you want from them? Because then if every time that they come out and they apologize, you're going to stand by the whole like, yes, but you said, then there's no degree of consequence. And you don't want people to learn. You don't want people to evolve. You just want to always stand on your on your platform. I, I think. I don't know. Maybe she should have been suspended for a day. I don't know. And I, and I say suspension only because I'm also looking at it from the perspective of the optics of it. You know, they had to, quote unquote, do something as it were. But I, I I don't know. I just don't think that she warrants two weeks for something that I think was very clearly think, a misspeaking. I think they suspended her to save face. That's what I'm saying. For I optics. think they suspended her because, you know, Megan Kelly got suspended. Oh, no, got her show canceled mm-hmm. for a blackface comment. And she apologized. Right. And the next day she had Roland Martin on her show. I remember And then they canceled her show the anyway. The Megyn yeah. Kelly show when yeah. she was on the Today Show. I remember watching it live when she made the, the blackface mm-hmm. comment. I was like, uh-oh. That's not going right. to go what well. again well. live live. That's <laughs> not going to go down well because anyway, it was in a very dismiss because they were talking about Halloween costumes, right? And she said something like, "Oh, you know, you when see, we were kids, when we were kids, yeah. we you know somebody dressed up as Diana, Diana Ross, and you know she was glamorous and beautiful, and like yeah, they painted their face black. That's not blackface, you know. Come on, right? And when she said that, I was like, "Oh no, you did it, <laughs> right? Like, because she was going by the the minstrel, you know, exaggerated, blah blah blah. So so." And the next day she apologized, and again, they had a and, whole conversation about it, and she got canceled. Uh, people started bringing up Roseanne. Yes, I saw that People one too. started bringing up, um, what's it, her name, from The Mandalorian? Yeah, from The Mandalorian. I forget her name now, but yes. So Gina Carr? I think 
they probably canceled her or well suspended her. Yeah, yeah. Because to save face. That's what I'm saying. Okay, bueno, bueno, all these people got canceled and she yeah. Um you know, I I think there's a much easier litmus test for this. I think that if si tú metes la pata. First of all, as you said, if you if you don't have a history of being insensitive and of saying really terrible things, then I'm more inclined to believe that this was a slip up. It was a slip up. It was a bad judgment call. Right. Maybe lack of education, but not malintentioned. Right, right, right. She wasn't trying to be dismissive of the Holocaust. Right. right. No, right. no, no, not right. at all. Right. Um. And 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 yeah, it's like why apologize if why really feel remorse and apologize if it doesn't if mean anything. You're gonna be burned at the stake anyway right so but, but that's just the, the the world we live in now with yeah. cancel culture look i think she definitely should have apologized I and she, she did. definitely apologized and she did because what she said was wrong and it was especially wrong and hurtful at a time that anti-semitism is rising yeah in the united states in 2022 like yes anti-semitism is a thing now <laughs> it's, back. It, it, it's back it's <laughs> back it's back i mean i mean Sometimes, like, I think, what the hell is happening? No, sometimes, no. I no, that, I think you think that every day. It's like, yeah. what the hell is happening? Pero, pero, how are we, in 2022, Still talking having... about anti-Semitism? Right. I and mean, having to denounce it. Yes. Having to denounce it. Not just talking about it, right? So people don't forget. Right. No, no, no. We're having to actually denounce it. Right. Like, tell people, no, no, that's bad. So, I mean, I don't think she should have been suspended. I think that she should have, what well, she did, apologized, um, you know, or done the whole episode of The View the following day about that, whatever that package may look like. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I, I believe, again, that if, if you don't have a history of offending people, if you metes la pata and you really are remorseful and are, and are sorry and you apologize publicly... Mm-hmm. Especially her that she has a history specifically of being an ally with of everything with with the the, the Jewish, Jewish community. community, yeah, right. So, I mean, are you gonna be mad at Madonna? I mean, are you gonna think she's not an LGBT ally? Right. If she one day says something stupid and insensitive about right. the gay community, right? I mean, right. Are you gonna are you gonna take away you know forty 30, years forty of... years of advocacy because <laughs> yeah. of one bad you know call her out on it? Sure, right. you should have accountability, but are you gonna complete you know? And I feel that that's the similar case with Whoopi Goldberg, but but yeah, it's cancel culture that actually turns into the next subject I wanted to bring up, which oh. obviously is Joe Rogan. Yes, and his podcast. I was actually going to ask you before we go to that route. I would. I just want to get a very quick temperature check from you. What do you think would have been the scenario had this been had this whole incident happened last year, but instead of Whoopi, had been Meghan McCain? That's a good question. Well, Meghan McCain is because always, Meghan McCain would get, and again, Meghan, you watch it more than I do, but I feel like she would get vilified more than she even she warranted. I, 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 and I've said it in 188 episodes, especially when Meghan McCain was on the View. I used to say it all the time. People used to rag on Meghan, and I'm like, Meghan is not the enemy here because Meghan was. I don't mind a conservative. I don't mind a right. Republican. Um, but Meghan McCain wasn't crazy. She wasn't a Trumper. Right. Like right. she, she, she was very rational and logical, even if you had different opinions of her and people used to rag on her um the problem with megan mccain and this is why the context of who you are and how you speak comes into play 
the problem with Megan McCain is that Megan McCain was very disliked because many times she came across as, as frigid, as cold, as yeah. frigid. She came across as entitled. She came across like they would ask her questions, you know, sometimes, you know, more fluffy subjects. Yeah, yeah. She's like, I'm not going to talk about this. Right. You know, so she wouldn't come across as like, quote unquote, likable, likable. Right. I liked her. I liked her. I miss her on The View. But I could see how a lot of people did not. Mm -hmm. So to answer your question directly, oh, she would have gotten like a total shitstorm. Like a total shitstorm. I don't know if they would have done the same thing with her Mm -hmm. that they did with Whoopi. Because remember, all of this is ratings and stuff like that. And Megan McCain was gold for The View in terms of (laughs) ratings. That is true. Um, But oh my God, she would have gotten a shitstorm of stuff. You know, I I, she gets a lot of really bad Twitter comments, and I will say this: ever since she's been on the View, she's been a little bit more off the view. Off the view, yeah. Yeah. She's been a little bit more intense. Like Eliza Cosa, that you know, I don't like because, for example, when she was on the show on the Mm -hmm. View, she would always say that if Joe Biden ran for president, she had to quit the show because she loved Joe Biden because Joe Biden and her she knew him personally, yeah. Joe Biden and her dad were very good friends, and he was very supportive of her when her dad had cancer, and she'd always talk about his decency and how good he was. Bueno, I see her making some personal jabs at him now on Twitter, and. That's not cool. And mm-hmm. a uh, when she was on the View, she would all would always say how much she loved Whoopi Goldberg and how right. if Whoopi jumped ship, she would jump ship. And she actually came on and talked a lot of trash about her now. I mean, so I thought that was really like not not cool, yeah, classy, yeah, you know. So, um, well, no, yeah, with Joe Rogan. So, what do we think about that? <laughs> I will say that I, you know what. I don't see a problem with Joe Rogan espousing what he espouses on his show. And it's his show. He's not telling people to go out and do, as far as I know, because I don't listen to the show. um, He's not telling people to go out and do illegal things. He's not telling people to go out and break the law necessarily. And, you know, if if your source of medical scientific information is Joe Rogan, (laughs) that's true. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, all these people who are now have this, like, you know, subjective outrage of, you know, oh, he, we need to cancel him and I'm going to pull my, you know, my catalog. It's like, first of all, Neil Young, nobody cares. Um, They just don't. I mean, I'm sorry. Are you like, oh, no, the Neil Young catalog has left Spotify. Oh, no, what shall I do? Right? Like, whatever. Um, and even if Taylor Swift pulls hers, Scooter Braun will leave it the other half on, so we're fine. <laughs> um, <That's true. laughs> so <laughs> she could pull the Taylor's version. Yeah, but that's one she'll, album. That's it. She's you know <laughs> you can still get your fill. She'll okay? pull the ten minute version of, um, of uh, whatever that's uh, on. Yes. So there's that. I don't see what all the hullabaloo is about, and I have an issue with it because at the end of the day, number one, Spotify's a business. First, foremost, and only Spotify is a business. Rogan brings in numbers. They are selling a product, okay? I can't fault them for going where the money is because a business, it's not a charity. It's a business. Also, if you're a business that is hosting podcasts that, for the most part, house many, 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 many different viewpoints, including ours, because we are, I mean, we're not Spotify exclusives, but, you know, we are on Spotify, I find a very real danger if Spotify steps in and says, no, Joe, you can't talk about this. You can talk about that. You can't talk about this. Because then where does it end? 
where you know where do they then then now what they have the power to say let's use us for you know guys you're talking too much bad things about bitcoin you know bitcoin is the future you need to talk. i mean it's a, it's a stupid example but we're not bitcoin bros we bro. are not I, I i don't know what a nufta is um but you know, it's 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 that. Although you, if you did Bitcoin, te comiste tremendo. Yeah, tremendo cable. The, the, the big mover that we uh-huh, know, the big... that's doing big moves. <laughs> he probably had a. It was a bowel a movement. Souffle de, de, was... de cable. But go ahead. <laughs> wow, that should be a T-shirt. Souffle de cable. Yeah. Um. So I, you know, I don't have an issue with it, and I and I also think like you know all these other podcasters now who are like, oh, I'm gonna pull my, I'm like. But the thing is that, you know, how many people are on NBC has a show and then somebody else has another show and they have differing viewpoints. And, you know, you don't you don't get all in a, in a, in a no pun intended, in a Twitter about that. I mean, just stop the selective outrage and even more so, please, common person out there, stop taking to social media to post like I'm leaving Spotify because no one cares. No one cares that you're leaving Spotify, average person. Like, we just don't. So keep your righteous indignation to yourself because you're not that important. So I have opinions about this. <laughs> it's what we do. So, but are they opinions that are in line with Spotify? You know what's, you know what's, with Joe Rogan, I'm very conflicted because I actually. You've listened to his show many, many, many a time. Yeah. I, I never like, have. I actually like Joe Rogan. He I, seems like a fun person to have a beer with. I mean, I used to love him on Fear Factor, I used to like him on news radio. I, I liked Joe Rogan. I don't agree, especially politically, with Joe Rogan. Okay, bueno, um, pero... And he's... hablado mucha mierda. I, I mean, look. I think that he has... He has a very large platform. Over 100 million listeners um, a year... A month. Mm-hmm. Um, that's... A, that... Like, no, I kill for a fraction of it. <laughs> no news show pulls in those right. numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So... I think, como dice Spider-Man, with great, with great power comes great responsibility. I think that even if he is a non-vaxxer or an anti-vaxxer, mm-hmm. I think you need to be responsible with your opinion and your stand on things. Because, you know... And we, I don't know how he has spoken of how, these things, so as, I don't... As we've spoken about COVID, you know, this is not about you only this is about everybody else okay so you need to be very responsible and thoughtful about what you say because you have a hundred million listeners mm-hmm. right so that's always been my problem with him that I've, I've felt that he has you know gone to he's gone down that road too much about Speaking, you know, being an anti-vaxxer, you know, because it's not like when one day they had a conversation about it, right, 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 right? and he's like, "Look, I don't really believe in the vaccines." No, he's had all these guests and all these people that are anti-vaxxers, right? Okay. And he's never had or had very few that I can think of okay. that have provided the other end of that because he has had. I remember one time we were watching The View and they they had a, a doctor, I forget his name now, who had been on it and they were eviscerating, or no, they were talking about it. It was Sanjay, it. It was, uh, it was San- Sanjay and And basically the ladies were like eviscerating him for even going on the right, show and it's right. like, wait a minute, entonces quiere pero right, no quiere. But, but it hasn't been on the same proportion. No, 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 but what I mean is, entonces, 
you want him to stop talking about it, but then when he has somebody right, on, but, you're but like, you shouldn't go on. So what do you what do you want? What do you want? Portion. And again, it's a show. He could do whatever he wants. But again, I just think it's one of these things that it, it, this is not so much about like what my opinion is and what your opinion is, and we have different opinions. This is public health, and and you should be a little bit more responsible with what you say. Again, you're free to say whatever you want, but just be a little bit more responsible because even before you know this whole COVID thing started, and mm-hmm. you know everybody has an opinion about vaccines. Everybody's now an, an well, expert. Well, Ro- Rogan is tremendo conspiracy theorist. Yeah. So even before that, like I wouldn't have told people like, "Oh, don't vaccinate your kids." You know, when there were people who don't believe in vaccines right, for right. children. This is before COVID. Yeah, yeah. So th- that is my problem with him. As far as the pooling of Spotify, what I've actually had had a problem with, and this is why I always say that as a liberal and a progressive and a Democrat, we never miss an opportunity to miss an opportunity or we always somehow fuck it up. Because what really upset me was that now there were people who were calling out different celebrities to pull their music from Spotify. So it's like... Because if you don't, you're a bad person. Right, so it's like, okay, now you are putting other people in the middle of this who didn't ask to be in the middle of this. And I know when people are like, yeah, but it should be your duty to do the right thing. Yes and no, because if this is a very heated... Dis- debate also right yeah you're fucking with people's income and, and actually taylor swift came up on this right uh-huh. and 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 another thing is that it's a people it's a gente hablando mierda of course because because we all well actually no we don't all know a, a lot of recording artists do not well hell, hell the whole thing that happened with taylor swift <laughs> speaking of Let, her, let's keep down that right? path yeah you don't own your masters so right. you are not the one who calls the shots it's your label of whether you want to pull something off of a public do- uh, uh streaming uh-uh. service or not right right it's your um, label i guess neil young owns all his music right yes right yeah. and jody mitchell and all of them and that's fine but you are not necessarily the person who could say i'm pulling all right. my catalog yeah, i mean from a streaming service. adele can show up at her record company and demand that and they'll do it because you're an adele right but, but your average your average artist even so but not even so more because, so than the average because, artist yes and no because even huge artists huge huge successfully well again look at taylor swift taylor swift had to re-record all her music because right scooter braun wouldn't give her her music and didn't she didn't let her do with her right, music right. for whatever his reasons are for, for legal reasons. reasons I mean, he bought valid. it. Yeah. But the point is that she couldn't have the she, rights, the freedom to do with her music what she wanted. And she's Taylor Swift, right? Right. How many times do you hear like huge artists that are like, "Oh, that's not the single I wanted to release," or "That's not you know the see the label, I want. Yeah. the label did it right." Yeah. So it's it's all about the label and and sticking somebody in and saying oh this person should pull it and this person should do that it's it's pre- putting somebody now in the middle of an argument they may not that, even have a and they, then, they may not they, even have any, a decision in that and, and, and not only do they may not have a decision but they're gonna lose whatever opinion they take because if they say oh I'm pulling my music then. A half of America is going to be like, oh, you're going with the flow and right, 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 whatever, right, right. freedom you're of woke, speech. You're woke, whatever. And then, you know, right. vice versa. No, hang on. So it, it's, it's like, you know, again, it, it's like take a step back. Take a step back. Do for you and leave everybody else alone. 
Yeah, I love that one. People are like, I'm canceling my subscription. I'm like, wow. Wow, you're so brave. Wow. You're so brave. Wow. Well, what's that saying? You know, sometimes I live on the edge and I take off my seatbelt when the plane just landed. <laughs> you know, before they say, take off your seatbelt. <laughs> you daredevil, you. Yeah, it's oh. like... When people make these public statements of like, I'm not, I'm taking my business elsewhere. I'm like, okay. Okay, well, good I for mean, you. I just, I, I hate that. And as much as an advocate as I am, and you know that I am the type to get in the, bueno, I, we've talked about it here. I'm the one to get in the front lines and protest and right. That I love doing that. But I also, you know, that's a choice as well. And, right. and just because you don't do that doesn't mean you believe any less in it, right? right? And I, I, I just hate that when people are telling me what I should boycott and not boycott and do it. And, and no, 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 please yeah. don't. I support in my way. And whatever that looks and Whatever like. that looks like, yeah. So, yeah. Mi gente, let's face it. You can run 100 miles a week and lift all the weights in the world, but the key to meeting your fitness goals ultimately comes down to one thing, la comida. Well, the new UFIT has just the solution to help make healthy nutrition choices with their Eat Love program. Part of UFIT's Premium Plus memberships, Eat Love is the leading personalized nutrition platform used by fitness companies and dietitians. Así que you know it's legit. This tool not only provides over 6,000 recipes and access to nutritionists, but factors your lifestyle. So whether vegan, vegetarian, keto, low carb, lo que sea, Eat Love has got you. Eat Love is your workout's perfect complement. So visit ufit.com and find out how to make Eat Love's customized nutrition program part of achieving your fitness goals. After all, at UFIT, you come first. <sighs> oh, Spotify. I don't use Spotify anyway. Uh, no? No. Oh, I do. I've never... I don't even know what Spotify looks like. Really? No, I don't have Spotify. Oh, I do. And also Spotify. Call us. We'll... I mean, I'll have Spotify. If... Listen, call us. Well, I'll, I'll be a Spotify exclusive shit. Pay me. You pull up that Spotify truck with, with enough money, I'll, I'll be the I'll exclusive the hell out of it. Is there any streaming service that has gone like... Like Tidal? Is Tidal still around? Tidal is still around. It's funny you mentioned that. The other day I was on Instagram and I got served a a, um, a sponsored post. Mm-hmm. And it's like Tidal. It's like, you know, oh, now, you know, free and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, right. Because nobody was paying. Uh, Tidal was mucho. Como que tu dijiste, que like they brought everybody out for the manifesto. Right. And mucho like high quality, high no sé qué. Da, 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 da. And it's like, great. But I'm listening to the same music that I can listen to on Spotify, on Pandora, on iHeart, on, you know, pick a streamer. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's just, yeah. Pandora. You know, well. I know what you're thinking of. Yes, yes, I do. The Mexican singing group. Not the bracelet. Or the box. <laughs> wow, Pandora could be three things. Oh, Pandora. You know, when you said the box, I, I automatically went to like, the box, television right. que yo controla. Wait, isn't Pandora the thing in Avatar? Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. 
Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. The, the, the planet? Yes. Is it Pandora? I think yes. so. Yes. So it's four things. Kingdom, so it's Pandora, okay. the, the Avatar. The, uh, the box. The box. Pan, you open Pandora's, Pandora's box. box. Pandora the bracelet and Pandora the Mexican singing group of the 80s and 90s. They should all get together. Like Pandora should have a concert at Pandora in Animal Kingdom where they come out of a box wearing and they're bracelets. all wearing bracelets. Wow. <laughs> that was uh, amazing. That was amazing. Oh, Lord. So, can I say, you know, you know, no, I'm not going to keep talking about Nazis. Okay. Because I was going to ask you about the Central Florida thing, but like, you, you know, know what? what? I'm not looking forward to what movie? Nazis in Central Florida. <laughs> I'm not looking forward to it. I'm so sorry what I'm about to say. Because I like everybody in that movie. <laughs> the new Agatha Christie? No. The Marry Me movie. Oh, you know that? Oh, yeah, mira que they're promoting the hell out of that movie in, in LA. I mean, I like J-Lo. I love Maluma. Yeah. Who doesn't like Owen Wilson? But... I. It, you know what? It just it, it looks like your typical rom com, and I think what has happened is that lately, if you really notice, nobody really releases rom coms in theaters anymore. Where are they in streaming now? They're mostly in streaming. So think about the average thing that gets released in theaters. It's your blockbuster movies, you know, your Marvels, your Star Wars, your superheroes, and all that. You know, your your IP franchises, you know, your Mission Impossible's. Then you have. The things that have to get released for Oscar qualification. Mm-hmm. And I want to watch Spencer. Oh, wait. It, uh, it, I see. It, her. Uh, Kristen Stewart. But from what I've seen, she was really good in the movie. So I take back everything I've said about Kristen Stewart and her <laughs> one-dimensional look. I think she looked more like Naomi Watts than Diana. <laughs> <laughs> she looked like Naomi Watts doing Diana. <laughs> uh-huh. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> she looked like... Yes. That's exactly what I think she looked like. <laughs> But I can now, like, I feel there's such a, like, cluster F because, you know, the Oscars are next month. They haven't even announced the nominees. No, yeah. And I haven't seen anything. I haven't seen a damn thing. And it's like, you don't know what's nominated. You don't know what's... 
Well, because it's like, mira, este, this movie, Nightmare Alley, it's not probably not going to get nominated for anything, but with uh, Bradley Cooper and Kate Blanchett, Jose and I saw it in the theaters. It was like around Christmas time. Mm-hmm. It's already on Hulu. Yeah. My father watched. I mean, it's, yeah. My father watched Don't Look Up. Oh, Jose saw it. I have no interest. And um, no, I do want to watch it. And apparently he didn't know that it was like parody. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's satire. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. he saw it and he's like, pero. Que esta película. Yeah. And you know, my dad, when it comes down to like film, he's very like, you know, he's. He absorbs he, it. He, no, no, but he's very like traditional. Oh, okay. Right? Okay. So I knew that that's not the type of movie that he would like, but, you know. But here we are. But here we are. <laughs> No, a mí no me gustó. Y eso de, de, de planeta, whatever. So. Yeah, I, I, it, it's funny because every critic disliked it, but every, like, quote-unquote average person has liked that it. Not, I thought that movie was critically acclaimed. No, it's at, at best, it was split down the middle. At best. Hmm. Yeah. I'm wrong. Yeah. Oh, you know what I do want to see is the, the Pam and Tommy. Oh, definitely, definitely. It, Actually, that's I something I wanted to really want to see that. It's amazing how they took how they made that woman look like Pamela Anderson. What was amazing was that I was reading an editorial about it earlier today or yesterday, and the writer must have been like you know twenty two years old, and <laughs> she was talking about like uh, of the article. Yes, she was talking about how like you know two generations ago or whatever, and I'm like. But I'll see that happened in 1995. What are you talking about? It's a fun little dia, and it's like oh, it's oh not. no, no, it's not. But it is, but it's not. Isn't that sad? <laughs> it's like all these people had no idea what it was to just know Baywatch was everywhere. Yeah. CJ Parker means nothing to them. <laughs> nope. Neither does. What was Nicole Eggert? Summer? Summer or autumn? I, I know she was a season. Autumn. <laughs> I know she was a season. I poor Nicole Eggert. <laughs> okay. Well, with her and... and um, Were you going to say Charles or Chachi? Scott Bayo. <laughs> Because you went, I didn't know which way it was going to go. I actually watch Baywatch. Actually, of course that's how I did. This because you know that I didn't. Of course I did. Because the thing with Baywatch is Baywatch used to be on on like Saturdays at like four. So that was one of those, you know, it's not like it's early. So, you, you know, but it's not late. So you're not, you're, what, still, what you're still, still in the house. about Baywatch is that it was the world's most famous show. Yeah, most watched. Most watched show. But here it wasn't. But here the people that did watch it watched it because it was the world's most famous show. But not because it was popular, but it was more like a secondary popularity. Does that make any sense? Was that a haiku? Yeah. What, 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 the, like, what was what that? Mean? But you know what I mean? <laughs> Como para enterarse. Right. Like, like what, what's like, the oh, hullabaloo it's about? Just like right. the most famous show in the world with like Pamela, you know, that new right, right. hot girl, Pamela Anderson, <laughs> yeah, 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 and, you know, and the Hoff and, you know, Knight Rider. And, but it's not because the interest started or peaked here. Right. It was, right. It, it had to, had to leave our shores for us to be interested no in it. Intended. To that, well, shit, I didn't think about that. Yeah. To that level. Yes. It's, it's not good. Of course not, but it's fun. I don't know. Like, I was never... There was an episode where they were all stuck in some, like, tower, and there was a bomb, and they had to, like, you know, swim underwater. I've seen that one. I think we saw it together. Yeah. I think we saw it after we saw Acapulco Heat. Yeah, <laughs> and and what I find is that they're underwater scenes. They're on a pool. They're clearly. on a pool. And, okay, maybe the show didn't... 
if the show hired este, my, uh, the Hoff, uh, what's his name? David Hasselhoff. David Hasselhoff. Not that, you know, he's like tremendo A-lister, but if they had money to hire him, then, you know, and I'm not even going to say Pamela Anderson because that was her breakout role. Right, correct. Right? If they had enough... He was the biggest name. He was the biggest name. Yeah. If they had money to hire him, they had money to like at least film it in an Olympic-sized pool. Yeah, and, but remember what happened with that show. What? That show was originally on NBC. Uh-huh. Then NBC canceled it. And you don't say. I don't. Yes, exactly. What are the odds? And then Hasselhoff actually became a producer on the show. So and saved it and saved it. And so he was in control of the of everything, the merchandising well, I mean, and everything. Look, so, it was so maybe he didn't make a lot, but he made. It was the early nineties. I mean, he had just knocked down the Berlin Wall. I mean, that's a great encore, right? So what what does one do when you sing on top of the ruins of the Berlin Wall in a lighted? jacket i mean in all fairness after that i'd go to the beach too people have you seen that video listeners wonderful it is like the greatest thing ever because so david hasselhoff (laughs) for those of you who don't know older audience (laughs) um you know who was on baywatch he was actually i you know we got to know him in the 80s as knight rider michael knight michael knight that he um he had this really cool car, uh, Camaro, and the car talked to him kit and it was mr feeney it was a it was a huge 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 hit um and that's what he was known for. And um, and then obviously he did Baywatch in the 90s. But what we Americans also maybe didn't know, or some of us <laughs> knew, yes. that he was a super duper popular recording artist yeah. in Germany. Like now, legit. Like, like he's not German. <laughs> but he was big in Germany. You know how a lot of people are big in Japan? He didn't go the Japanese route. No, he no. went the German way. In fact, he was so famous that when the Berlin Wall came down, uh, they I don't know if they asked him or somehow he was involved in the celebrations of the downing of the of the Berlin Wall. And there's this very famous video, YouTube it, um, of him singing on the Berlin Wall. Do, do you remember what he was singing? I don't know what he was singing. And his jacket was lit up. It had all these like lights. Yeah, yeah. It's like just put up Michael um, David Hasselhoff, Hasselhoff Berlin Wall Berlin Wall that's, lighted that, jacket that's, you don't even have to put and that much it is like the greatest thing the greatest thing he's just wonderful you know he's one of those people who's just ha- like he doesn't have to work ever again no after Baywatch he's set pero él está ridículo like and I don't oh. mean that I don't mean that in a bad way in like a derogatory way I just mean it like he embraces the cheesiness of it all like yeah. he, for, for Christ's sake he's been in I don't even know how many episodes are of, Sponge, of Spongebob well, there we go. So he embraces it. He knows what what's you know. He knows, what's what. he knows what butters his bread. What butters his bread? What about the guia bung? <laughs> I know. I want the guia. Well, the Olympics are this weekend. That's right. Wait, does it start today? It started today, but the opening ceremonies are tomorrow in Beijing. On again. so the opening ceremonies are on Friday. Yes. Okay. Got it. So, so it's today. So yeah, on Friday. The Winter Olympics are in Beijing. Um, a, a place known for its winter. <laughs> I uh, am a huge Olympophile. I love the Olympics. I will be watching, as I always do. Not really into these Olympics. I had, and you remember this, I was very outspoken about yes. the, the Olympics being in Beijing in 2008. And I am and we more <laughs> upset that they were in Beijing in 2022, the Winter Olympics. But, you know... China has had a well, a history of well-known documented history yeah. of uh, human rights violations of what? censorship. <laughs> you don't say of censorship of just everything you can think of. 
And yet here we were celebrating the Olympics, the world's greatest spe spectacle. And oh, we love and peace. And uh, Como yo digo, when they, you know, when they came out and they were like, you know, oh no, there's no, yeah, there's no more reported cases of, you know, COVID in China. And I'm like, sure, Jan, right. sure, Jan. Right. Because I believe that. Right. Because, you know, billions of people, but you know, no, aquí, aquí no hay COVID. You know, Sure. Tell me another Eso one. No exactly. And you just said it. Me Do you prefer the Summer Olympics, though? Yes. Except. The luge? No. <laughs> My favorite winter sport in the Winter Olympics. Curling. Curling. I am obsessed with curling. I will watch. No, not only will I watch it. I put the DVR to make sure that any time curling comes on on TV, even listen. if it's like the first round, the semifinals, that way when I go back to my guide on my TV, on my uh, DVR, I have like 10 hours of curling. <laughs> I love it. It's my favorite thing. I love it. Like I, I, okay. Isn't it awesome to watch though? It's very interesting. I don't know about awesome, but it's interesting to watch. I love it. You could keep the figure skating. You could keep you know, Brian Boitano. Eh. You know how we could kick ass the U.S. team in curling? Of course. Nobody, nobody like a Cuban or a Latin American person. Mira, you know, tú agarra, tú agarra cuatro o cinco viejas de Jayalía que limpian cada sábado con, you know, palo y cubo. Uh -huh. Gold. No, they'll have to create a whole new uh, metal just platinum. For, platinum. The platinum. Diamond. The diamond. The diamond, diamond metal. metal just for them. No, they'll go through the ice. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, hit the, they'll hit the bedrock. <laughs> okay, listeners, have you watched curling? How do you best explain curling? Okay, so here's what curling is. So imagine. Okay, so we have a lane. Okay. Okay. Like imagine a bowling lane. Okay. That's okay. good. Okay. And at the end, you have. A bullseye, mm -hmm. right? Okay. So each team has the rock, which is a piece of marble. Okay. Okay? And the point is to get your rock in the center of the bullseye, like right. dead center. Okay. Right? That is your goal. But the thing is that as different teams... So the bullseye is very big. So you, obviously you want to be in the center. As different teams, it's their turn they may strategically like if your if your rock is in the bullseye bullseye they but not in the middle out. they'll strategically try to knock you out okay right and then the so what happens is a server goes in the alley so imagine instead of you know the bowling ball it's a smooth marble okay that, and it's on ice okay. so instead of wood it's ice okay. Un pedazo right? de marmol en, so en then hielo. be any <laughs> Once you gingerly let go of the rock and it's going towards the yeah, because you can't like you, chuck it. You navigate its trajectory through brooms. This is why I'm saying una colección de Latina is what we need to send to the Winter Olympics. And then the brooms, because <laughs> you're you're like making grooves in the ice, right? And you're heating and up and, and right, right, and and right. that is what facilitates the trajectory, but. What I love is like how quick it does it, it happens. That it's really depend, quick, you know. Especially if it's a foreign team, you hear them using code words like "oh yeah, 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 yeah." They're like constantly screaming, right? Um, and I like I watch it like I'm not kidding. Like if it was the last, like there was 30 seconds left 
on the Super Bowl, and like it's it's, it's, it's do or die. Like, yes, like that's how I get watching curling. That's hilarious. Yeah, oh my god, I love it. Like the ski jump, you could keep the ski jump. Give me <laughs> curling. Give me curling. Or I mean, I was really into Apollo when he was oh uh, yeah competing. Uh, uh, Apollo, Apollo. Ono? yeah. Um, I was really into him, but no, 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 no yeah. But the curlers, the curlers. Oh my god, yes. And even better if you get Latinas and they can be curlers who wear curlers. Oh my god, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> que se pongan lo, lo rolo. Lo rolo. <laughs> Mira, that's something you don't see anymore. No, ya eso de ponerse los rolos con And el, con el actually, la pañaleta. That is uniquely Latin. Oh yeah. I've never seen a white person with curlers in the supermarket. I mean, in all fairness, we live in Miami where there aren't that many white no, people to begin with. No, but we've never seen it in sitcoms. <laughs> Or movies. <laughs> You're, I feel like I did see it in Mad Men. Yeah, but that was also 50, 60 years ago. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about like... Present day. Like present day. Like, or, you like know, part of our childhood. Just, right, you know, or, okay, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Every like day. 2000s. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, that was so normal. Ver una señora con los rolo. Es que ya nobody curls their hair, if I'm being... Con rolo, no, because they use a... Una, la tenaza. La tenaza. La use la tenaza, so yeah. You, you That's such a... Have we ever stopped to think about what a great word that is? Tenaza. <laughs> the claw. The claw. <laughs> How did you fix your con la tenaza? La tenaza. Caliente la tenaza y... <laughs> yeah, that's why... That's why curlers are, you know, not a thing anymore. Let's bring it back. Let's bring back curlers. Let's bring back curlers? Yes. <laughs> I'd rather that come back than anti-Semitism. Oh no, yeah. Give me a, cur- <laughs> give me a good curler any day. Bring back perms. <laughs> Fucking anti like Nazis in Central Florida. Like the- listeners, did you see the the, um, the demonstration, I guess? Yes, like but okay, like do they really think that like I Right, that that yeah, it's like okay, so what is your goal? Yeah. Like what is the other than pissing people off? Because let's let's be honest, they're just agitators. I can't. I just don't understand it. I can't. I don't get it. Con tantos problemas que hay en el mundo, estas son gente que no gente que no han pasado trabajo. Like I say right. it a lot of times. These people that are like protesting this fucking bullshit and you know being all that it's like I could tell you haven't had any real grief in your life because when you've had a real grief in your life you don't go make them up. You're fighting for things like injustice. You right. Know? You don't go make or up like, reasons. You know, equal opportunity. You're right. not like down with whomever. It's like Oh, I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't. <coughs> yeah, cough, I'm metore metore con los Nazis. So, when, oh my god! Since I'm because I'm coughing, I guess it's time for a last soda. Yes. To help that. <coughs> I choked on my own saliva. <laughs> so, do you want to go first, or do you want no, me to go, go first? first? All right. So, I am actually going to give the first flat soda of the year. I think, um, to the Tennessee school district. All right. What did they ban? They banned the graphic novel Mouse. Oh. M-A-U-S. Well, I guess this is going to be our, our Jewish slash anti-Semitism um, episode. Because okay. we're going to talk. You're giving that last soda, and I'm giving one that's... Okay, so estamos parecido. Yes. So, for those of you who don't know, uh, the graphic novel Mouse, M-A-U-S, is... A story. Oh, it's it's a, it's a graphic novel that was written and and drawn by the son of a Holocaust survivor, 
And the way that it was written is essentially the 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 Jews are are mice and the Nazis are cats. And so it tells the whole story, you know, of of his of his experience in the concentration camp and you know just the whole Holocaust, as it were, um, using that, you know, using that imagery, right? Again, something that we can all kind of understand because cats and mice are, you know, naturally adversarial and, you know, one is smaller and has the other has more power and so on and so forth. Well, the Tennessee school district, you know, that progressive state of Tennessee, um, has so Texas if they want. Well, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm going with Tennessee because Tennessee banned this mouse, which actually I think I gave that to you one year for I Christmas. Do have it. Yeah. Because there were their objection was that I think there's like one image of like bare breasts and there's a couple of uses of, you know, words like goddamn or whatever. So they banned it. It was like maybe a day or two before the uh, the Holocaust. I, I'm going to mess it up. But like the National Day of like Remembrance for the Holocaust. So it's like, wait a minute. Not only are you banning this book for bullshit reasons, but you're doing it literally like a day or two before, you know, we're remembering the the horrors of the holocaust i mean give me a fucking break and you know like i read somebody said somewhere and they're like you know you're gonna be very hard pressed to find a story you know that tells you about the holocaust that gives you the warm fuzzies you know you're gonna you're very hard pressed to find like a fairy tale situation of of a holocaust you know so telling so so, so yeah tennessee school district you know flat soda so there's been in the past couple of months a couple of yeah, a couple of weeks and a couple of months, there's been like this whole Oh, books are being banned left and right. Yeah. Banned. And like 75% of them are either having to do with racism or LGBT uh, of course. Q issues. Right. Um, there was, there was a, a school district in Texas where a parent asked for the biography of Michelle Obama to be banned, banned because it was political. And now it's like, oh my God. Like, yeah, I'm a high school. Right. But, I saw a meme the other but, day, by the way, that said, like, due to all the recent school bannings and, you know, um, not being allowed to teach critical race theory, we're going from January 31st to March 1st, so we don't even have Black History Month. <laughs> but these are the same people that want to ban these books that will lose their shit if a school says, you know, for Hollow, for, for um, a Thanksgiving, we're not going to dress up the kids as Indians and um, Pilgrims. pilgrims. We're just gonna, you know, celebrate Thanksgiving. Have a little how hard lunch, fest, right, 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 right. But we're not gonna depict, you know, Indians in Thanksgiving. These are the same people that will lose their shit over that. Like, ah, you know, your, you know, my kids mind. And the same people that lost their shit last year when Dr. Seuss Enterprise decided on their own to remove from circulation certain books that had. You know, controversial racial de- de- depictions. Also, if these people don't want to read about inappropriate violence and inappropriate sexual relationships, I don't recommend they pick up a Bible. No, and you know what upsets me is that you can make all the arguments you want against public school and, and private right. school, vi- you know, pros and cons, whatever. If you want your kids to be raised in a certain ideology or with a certain right. mindset, that is why you send them to the public, the private school or homeschool of your them choice or... that will align itself with your, with your beliefs. And you know what? I have to respect that. That is your decision and your autonomy as a parent. Or you homeschool them, whatever. Right? But now the problem is that they want to enforce that will on public schools. 
right? And as much as I, they may say that, oh, because liberals, you know, they want to teach our kids critical race theory and they want to show them. Which, by the way, nobody know, can pinpoint what that means. Not only what it means, there's not a single school district that, that teaches has, that. Right, that, right, right. That is on the curriculum, right. not one. These are one of these fake, like, culture. These um, things we're upset about that doesn't cult, exist. Culture war arguments right, 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 that right, right. they yeah. do in order to fear monger everybody else. Right, right. Right? Um,. I would love to hear the opinion of, um, we have a listener in San Antonio who is a great listener and great friend of the podcast, who's a teacher. Um, she's used our podcast as a learning tool. To has she really? Yeah, she has. She has. Oh my God. I apologize, um, students, because I because I, I don't think I'm smart enough. Well, actually, it was my rant. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, there you go. Um, so I would love to hear her take on it. But, um, but it's like, this whole thing now that parents are going to these public school hearings and telling the school boards around the country what they should be teaching and how parents should have a role. No, I don't think that parents should have a say-so right. in what their kids learn in public I don't, school. I don't think there should be hustler, but I think that, you know, but that's but that's not what we're talking about. right. right. Parents should not. Like, it's not about you and your kid only. It's public school. If you want your kid, as I said, if you want your kid to learn whatever it is you want to learn, then you have the option of sending your kid to a private school that will align itself with whatever it is you want your kid to learn or not learn. Right. So it's it's such it's such a form of hypocrisy, right? It's so freaking hypocritical well yeah freedom 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 unless it's something i don't like right or i don't believe in right right so and now here in florida that the whole thing that they're trying to ban that you can't say anything related oh don't say gay yeah don't say well that that bill passed yeah well well, it's gonna pass but it's probably gonna be challenged now whatever but if the bill were to be enforced like Mm -hmm. i mean first of all how do you police that and second of all as a teacher Right? right, because if I'm a teacher, then I would feel that like I, I, I would feel afraid of talking about it. Right. And what about if I have a student that comes up to me with well, very but, valid questions? But that's what those things are for. It's not because they're going to police it. It's so that if someone who doesn't want their child to be exposed to it for whatever reason, the kid goes home and says it. Now the parent has a way to come back and be like, I have legal recourse. That's all it is yeah, because you these, because you can't police it. All these fake made up you know issues issues that are culture war issues that are not real they're not real they're not real especially con todos los problemas que hay yeah really things. yeah really right you know let's maybe stop worrying so much about you know um what books are banned and all that and maybe focus more time on looking at teacher salaries mm-hmm. and, oh how about inflation and, rising cost of rent so Right, because did you see that the Florida? I mean, we're veering off topic yes. to where your last photo is. The the Florida House when they met this week, um, they had all these issues. They the don't say gay, uh-huh. um, the books. Uh, they had all these issues no, on their docket. There was nothing about affordable housing. Nothing. Meanwhile, people are being priced out of their homes. Right, and and and, and rent. We're not even talking about like oh, the yeah, American yeah, yeah. dream, homeownership. Right. Just rent. Just rent. being able to have a house, a uh, roof over your so, head. Anyway. Bueno. Well, your last soda. My last soda. Actually, the moment I read about this last week, I knew that I wanted to make it my last soda. So my last soda goes out to a woman who was named um, Irina Gutt. 
And it's a, it's it's it has to do with the Holocaust. <laughs> I guess this was, you know, as I said, the our our, our Holocaust memorial episode. Episode. Yeah. Um, we don't plan these things. No, th- that's what you guys don't know. We literally show up and just start talking about things. So, um, I feel that with with the Holocaust, there's you feel that every few years or whenever you read of a story that you didn't know about, right? And then you think, but how did I not know about this? And then you also think there's so many millions of stories or hundreds of thousands of stories of heroic stories that we just don't know and will never be known of because there's just so many. And so many of them have passed. Have passed or maybe nobody ever knew because... Didn't get recorded. Yeah. So this lady, Irina Gutt, it's it's an amazing story. She, to make a long story short, uh, she... um, she was not well liked by the Russians. She was uh, a, apparently she was a bit of a protester, and the Russians had their eye on her. And I think she went to like a labor camp. Um, she wasn't Jewish into like a labor camp and in jail. Una esa cosa. Mm. The point was that when she was like nineteen, she started working as a housekeeper at a Nazi officer's home. Okay. And the Nazi officer, um, he uh, apparently he had just bought the house and he didn't know that the house in the basement had a secret passageway to a bunker. Okay. That was a little bit more off into like the property, not mm-hmm. under the house. So apparently he didn't know that. So she, while she was a housekeeper there, um, she heard that... Because before she was a housekeeper, I think she worked at a dry cleaner and her clients were Jewish. Mm -hmm. So she had to really become friends with a lot of these people. And she heard that they were going to come and clear out that area the next day. So she meant that they were going to kill them. So she went and was able to um, save them. And she hid them in the bunker. That he had no clue existed. That he had no clue existed. And they were there for years. (gasps) For years? Yes. And they... What they would do is when he would leave in the morning to go to work, they'd come out and they'd hang out in the house. Go to the bathroom, whatever. And she'd cook for them or whatever. And then um, they uh, would um, then go back in. While she was there, this couple had a child. And they wanted to abort the child because they were like, if we have a screaming baby here. There's no way to keep that quiet. We're going to get found. And she's like, no, you have to have the baby. And somehow they arranged for her to have the, the, for, for them to have the baby. Shortly after that, they were found. The Nazi after officer. After the birth. Yes. The Nazi officer saw them because one day he got home and oh, they were shit. in the house. And he got home uh, early. He yeah, he got home early and he saw them. So she pleaded, um, Miss Irina Gut, she pleaded to please not report them. And his ultimatum was that he wouldn't report them if she became his mistress. Which she did. Wow. And she she became his mistress. He didn't report them and all 12 made it. Well, 13 now with the baby. Wow. So, but the story takes a twist. After the war, when Nazis were being persecuted right. and looked at... Tried, yeah. Tried. Um, he... He went back home to his wife and child, and they rejected him because they had found out that he was harboring Jews. He was a sympathizer yes. in their eyes. Right. 
And his wife and his kid completely shut him out so he was alone. And somehow he made contact with that couple who had the baby. Mm-hmm. And not only did they become friends, the baby saw him as like a grandfather. Oh, shit. And he was, the baby, like, who now was growing <laughs> yeah, up, yeah, yeah, yeah. loved him like a family member. And then in the 90s, that kid, who that baby, who is now a full-blown adult yeah, yeah. in his 40s or 50s, he met um, Irina Gutt, who um, was now living in New York. So this is actually a very heart-wrenching story, but a happy a story, story in the sense that everybody made it. Everybody yeah. made it. And I, I thought, I mean, obviously, the story's a little bit more complex. Claro, than claro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cliff noted cliff notes that I gave. But it, it's just, again, when you, you know, these stories hit so hard because they're stories of such humanity up against the most inhumane, you know, circumstances. Yeah. In recent history. And, and that's why when these stories come out, like, you're so touched by them because there's just so many of them. And, right. and, Despite the fact that, again, you you do hear so many of them, and every few years you discover a new one, they it never always, stops being impactful. It, exactly, never, yeah. never. Um, so I, I thought it was a, a story worth repeating here. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's you know, what's the Anne Frank quote? You know, I still believe in spite of everything that you know, uh, there's good in humanity. Or, yeah. I, I totally butchered that quote. I, I always tell but... people <laughs> when they go to DC, I was like, okay. You know, the Smithsonian's. Yeah. You have to go to the Holocaust Museum, but leave it last. <laughs> because if you do it first, it will ruin your day. Like, leave it oh, last. You know what I mean? See, I would have thought to do it first because then, like, you have other things to kind of lift you up a little bit afterwards. Nope. nope. I, the, the Holocaust Museum, when I first went to it, coincidentally, I saw it last. And I have to tell you that it really messes w- with you. It really, really does because... They have, they have all, everything they have in there are the real artifacts from people who are in the Holocaust, from their clothes to their hair. There's a part that you enter this huge room that has like a a pedestrian glass bridge Mm -hmm. and under it, it's all hair from hair that they saved off. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, And there's another one that looks the same, that it's this huge room that has like a diagonal footbridge, glass footbridge that under it, it's all shoes. And what's really messed up about that, well, the museum is incredible, but in terms of you know, the things you see and how it impacts you is that they have videos of the experiments they used to do to children. Uh, no. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. Now, the nope, videos nope, nope. are not being displayed in a huge thing. No, right. Like, they're, they're, <laughs> it's not they're IMAX. It's like... Um, like little kiosk things. Yeah, like a little kiosk that it's cert- it's elevated to a certain height so a kid can't see it. Right, right, right. But it is there. And did you, you see know, it? I did. I did. And um yeah, it's you leave there like I just want to go home. I want to go to my hotel and just eat ice cream and eat ice cream and like, yeah. sit in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> like and that's why I tell people leave it last. Make sure you see it, but leave it last. Because it's like, mira, the Museum of Natural History is not going to make you feel better. <laughs> the Museum of uh, Aviation the, 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 History. The pop culture one. No, 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 no. You're not going to watch, see, go learn about, see all these things about the Holocaust. And then go, you know. Yeah, oh, look, learn the about, Fonz's jacket. Yeah, learn about American <laughs> pop culture. Right, right, like, right. It's just, no. But, but no, these things need to. That's why, like, a lot of times people are like, 
specifically to the Holocaust. Oh my God, I can't believe that, you know, they left Auschwitz there and people go there. I'm like, yes, yes. You know why? Because we have Holocaust deniers, you know? Right. So you need to leave that on there. That's para enseñar. Okay, I mean... Something as documented as the Holocaust that happened in modern times, there's videos, there's millions survivors. of survivors. Yes, and there's people who still say it doesn't. No, happen. they're like, no, that's not real. Right. So that's why what you said last week, it's like, you know what? If all people can believe all this bullshit, Betty White was a hundred. Yeah. Done. Nobody's gonna tell me Betty White wasn't a hundred. <laughs> if that's the lie I choose to believe, there are worse lies out there we that people believe. We are yeah. good. We are good. So bueno. <laughs> With that on said, that note, my gosh, we're ending on the Holocaust. Like, <laughs> we can't end the show on the Holocaust. I mean, at least we're we're doing our part to keep it alive, and you know, to, to keep. We don't want to keep the Holocaust alive. Well, but but the you, memory, the memory, yes, the, you know, the the proper the, information, correct. You know, you you again, it's it's if if you what is it? Those who don't know history are doomed to repeat it, and oh and we really need to make sure it stays out there. When somebody who's very close to me told me one day. Uh, why do we need to know history? Like, that's such a waste of time. And I'm like, <laughs> how do I even begin to answer that question? <laughs> like, how, how do you tackle that ultimate form of, you know, ignorance? Like, Without calling them dumb. It's hard. It's hard. So, everybody, on that <laughs> note, we hope you listened, laughed, and learned. And remember to grab your patelito, your croqueta, and your cafecito. And thank you so much for joining us. Yes. That was episode 189. We're, we're circling to 200. Yes. We're rounding and, that um, airfield. While that is the end of the episode, for those of you who want to be entertained further, we have a little snippet of our of Tristan. Our, 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 my, our, my mo- our, our biggest recurring guest. Yes. Who <laughs> likes to be on the show every 10 episodes and reminds us every time we we pass that so <laughs> so for most of you have a great weekend for three of you who want to listen to Tristan's interview enjoy enjoy Pero Let Me Tell You is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismaeliano produced by Ismaeliano and our theme Pero Let Me Tell You Freestyle is composed by Michael Angelo Lomlaflex the official gay guy and don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes All right, everybody. So, as we said, we got with us this week. No, see, hold on. All right, everybody. We got with us this week a special guest who I think is coughing up a lung. I don't know what's going on over here. Are you okay? Feeling all right? Ooh. You've been doing that a lot. You've been doing that a lot? You got a cold? Yeah. All right. But you know what? A cold isn't going to stop him from being on our show. We got Tristan with us here. Thanks for coming back, sir. We started recording. Yes, we started recording. How long has it been that I haven't been here? It's that's a great question. I think it's been like episode one seventy. Yeah, it's been about twenty episodes, give or take. It's been a while. Oh, frick that! It's been a while. So. First of all, I love your gumball shirt because thanks to you, actually, I like gumball. Because I, I had always wanted to watch gumball, but until you showed him to me, and it's freaking hilarious. Gumball. So, who's your favorite character on gumball? Gumball, literally. Oh, gumball, literally? Yes. Okay. Are you being ASMR? What? <laughs> He's like, yes, now pour the bottle. <laughs> Go there. What? <laughs>
So wait, okay. You recently had a birthday party. Yeah. And what was your birthday party of? Among Us. Among Us. (laughs) I like that you even come with your own After Effects, so I don't have to do anything. It kind of works. So, okay. But wait. So your birthday's on December 25th. Among Us. Right? (laughs) It's it's like I'm listening to a, like an Elizabeth Taylor White Diamonds commercial, <laughs> but we had your birthday. Your birthday party was in January. Yes. Why? Why was there such a big gap between your birthday and your birthday party? It was supposed to be on the eighth of January. Yes, yeah, so on January, but mm-hmm. I think there was something to do there, and we couldn't do it there. No. Oh. I don't know why we didn't do it other days after the 8th and before the 22nd, COVID. but well, oh. COVID, and then we did it on the 22nd. Oh, okay. Well, as, as someone who was at your Among Us party, <laughs> I had a really good time. Also, it's because I got into the bounce house before you guys got there. Among Us is sus. Well, <laughs> They're all sus? Among Us slash child-friendly squid, squid game. game. Yeah. Mate, uh, I want to... Re- reiterate the child friend. Yes, yes, yes. Only one child was killed. It was, it was, you know, that, that's why it was child friendly. Right? No Christian? childs were hurt in the, <laughs> ooh, ooh. In the making. No, I'm, I'm, I'm who kidding. Was, I'm who kidding. Was killed? So what was, nobody, what nobody. was your favorite game that we played at the party? Oh, I know what his favorite was. What do you mean? We played three games. Oh, yeah. Red light, green light. That was your favorite? Red light, green light? How'd you hear that? Are you serious? I see. I would have thought it was tug of war when the kids whooped our butts. Actually, yeah, yeah, (laughs) and yeah, that's true. The kids whooped your butt. Yes, you guys kicked our butts. You smacked it. I mean, we smacked it. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Well, yes. All these children turn into like Lord of the Flies when they're Ah! playing. Yes, that's how you guys felt. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the context is that it was like the. Adult men, right? Versus that it was like six or seven of them. Versus versus the teenagers and the kids who were super strong. And it was about how many of you guys? That, that like thirty that, kids that beat the <laughs> crap out of the the adults. Yes, you did. You did. Yes, you did. I think I still have dirt in my shoes from how started, far it was dragged. When they started pulling, I was like, "Are you serious?" Like, I was like totally overestimating. Like, our, not gonna yeah, lie, I thought the kids us would lose, but instead we won. You, yeah. yeah, no, and you won bad. Yeah. Yeah. You went bad. Like I'm, I'm, uh, I'm honestly surprised that you know Roger was not like just dragged because he was front center. Yeah. You literally beat the crap out of the adults. Yes, you did. That was fun. Tug of war is so fun. <laughs> it is fun. It doesn't matter how old you are. Like when you do tug of war, like you become a kid. You become kind of savage. Yeah. Yeah. Because I lose my shit. I'm like, you're going down. Like, yeah. Now. Well, no. Clearly, so it, uh, clearly <laughs> it, it, it's passed <laughs> on. Me that they always put me in the back. Well, you're the anchor. You have I'm to. Like, yeah. I'm like, Dale, roll. <laughs> <laughs> so and you got. I don't think you actually said that, but I didn't. He felt it. It was in here in his heart. Oh my God, heart. <laughs> do you know? Do you know what the other option of his birthday party theme was? What? It was either. <laughs> it was either Among Us uh-huh. or the weekend. Ding ding did it. We wanted to do a weekend themed party, and I was like. Oh my god, we totally need to do... How does one do a weekend theme party? Sure, he would have dressed up as the weekend from yeah. After Hours. Okay, okay. And then, you know, different... Speaking to the microphone. Of the weekend. Well, I hope that one of the party favors would not have been something to not feel our faces. 
No. No, <laughs> no we would have had powdered sugar. That's awesome. So, All right. but that was actually his idea. <laughs> oh, that was going to be your idea, Tristan? You wanted a weekend theme party? Yeah, but then I canceled it because I love Among Us. Well, yeah, clearly. No, I know you love Among Us. The mic- I'm not speaking to the microphone. Yeah, but you're, you're close enough. Your then, voice you know, carries, my friend. And then, you know, I would have also dressed up in it, so I would have been beaten up weekend. Oh, the one in Vegas? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what what weekend, you know. You could be, yeah. You could be happy in love weekend when he was a star boy with Selena Gomez. Okay, I think that would be more of your alley. Okay, I could I could be a Selena Gomez weekend. I'm a motherfucking star boy. That one, yeah. <laughs> All right. Ding ding ding. Bueno, Tristan. Thank you very much for joining us, sir. A very short time. Well, you know. We like to keep the people wanting more. That's a showbiz adage. You always want to keep people wanting more, so you do, you know, snippets at a time. Instead, you go, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. Listen, it works. There's a reason nobody cares about Rita Ora. (laughs) Rita Ora is a bad singer. I don't even know who that is. Well, there you go. All right. You heard it from the kid, from the mouth of babes. All right. Also, nobody knows who that is. Again, that's the point. Yeah, that's like, you, you know what? Thank you for proving our point, sir. Wait, that was true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for joining us, Mr. Tristan. Can I get, can I get a high five? Saucy high five. <laughs> Bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.